0: As he walks in. Yeah. What do
1: you need me to do? We're live. Put some headphones on. Let's talk. It doesn't matter. Right there. Welcome in. This is the uh, Best Darn 12-Minute Podcast on real estate and mortgage in this land of the USA that I know of. Uh, David Hall here with Patrick Ali.
0: What's going on, everybody? How are you? Good. Really good.
1: It's good to see you. Mr. Chris Pozzoli joining us this week. Uh, Mr. Pizzoli, how are you? This is your first time on this podcast. It's fantastic. Isn't Thank it good? Thank you so
2: good? much for having me, Dave. Appreciate glad, it. Glad you're able to be
1: here. A number of subjects. We're, uh, we're going an all-mortgage show this week. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of weeks we talk some real estate and we get, um, you know, a variety of uh, different uh, takes on what's going on, both regionally, nationally, locally, Uh, But this week, we're going to stick a little bit more to mortgage and talk about sort of the latest and greatest of what's going on in the industry.
0: Well, I like like it, too, because we can have a little bit of insight, um, you know, on our side of the business. Yeah. You know, we we highlight a lot of people, and I think we do a good job there, but we never really get to highlight ourselves. So it's kind of a uh, selfish podcast today, I guess.
1: You're going to highlight yourself?
0: Well, not highlight myself.
1: Okay. well, I mean, whatever I think you, I do
0: a good job. You do? It? Yeah. I think I do yeah. a great and job. And
1: that's most important is what you think, right? I right. think I'm great. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know, one of the biggest thing that's going on right now for our listeners who may not know is um, cash out refinances. It's big right now. And mm-hmm. there's a number of reasons for that that we can get into. Um, I don't know, Chris or Patrick, maybe you want to take it just in terms of like, Why are people doing cash-out refinances right now? What do people need to know? What's a good reason to do a cash-out refinance? What's maybe a poor reason? Or, you know, let's just break it down a little bit in terms of why are people doing what they're doing right now and why is it so hot?
2: Yeah, well, I'll tell you. um, I think one of the biggest reasons people are accessing the equity they have in their homes is because they have equity. Uh, Right. I saw an article somewhat recently, it was uh, comparing equity that people have in their homes from 2012 to today. And the average American has three times as much equity wow. now that they did, you know, five, six years ago. So the first reason people are doing it is because they can. Right. Um,
1: and when you think about those numbers, by the way, just on a scale, like let's say you had, you know, $6,000 in equity back in 12 and now you have 18 or if you had 15 now you have 45 or let's say you had 25 now you have 75 and Mm -hmm. those are all averages but that's those that's the way the numbers work and those are big numbers you know some of those numbers are big numbers
0: yeah it's
2: real it's very real so i think that's the first thing is you know if you have equity you know i think that spurs on people's kind of imagination is there something i want to do to the house is there something the home's been needing for a number of years that maybe we've been neglecting um so that's the first thing the second thing is is You know, as we know, it's a a shortage of homes on the market as far as an inventory standpoint. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And, you know, if people are starting to get that itch, want to do something different, want to live somewhere different, want to change things up, you know, if there's not a lot of houses out there, or maybe there's not a ton in your price range, or you feel like what is out there maybe is overpriced, you'll look at what you have. Yeah. So I think it's a combination of things, you know. We want to shake things up. We want to do something a little different. But there's not a lot out there for us. Uh, interest rates are still really, really good. Mm-hmm. I now have this equity in my house because my home value has gone up. What do you say May- maybe we should uh, you know, tap into it? Maybe we'll put a new kitchen and things like right. that. So I think we're seeing that kind of... Yeah, I think of- that's
1: big when people have the money in their home and they've maybe thought about moving. But you know, and we know how many folks have gotten frustrated with right. uh, looking for homes and not finding anything. Or maybe they just... I don't really want to move, but man, now I've got you know thirty grand that I could use to update this, that, or the other and improve my home.
0: Right. Well, even on the uh, even on the opposite side. So for me, I've only been a homeowner you know for I don't know five years now. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, a lot of the growing up, my parents they always had a home, but never really utilized that equity. And I'm in a position, and we're in a position where we know about it. We know we can do that, and it's a cheaper loan. But like for them, it was just take out debt after debt after debt. And then all of a sudden you get to a point where you have that oh crap moment and you got to do something about it. So leveraging the equity in your home, number one, is a lot cheaper. Number two, it just it can all around benefit you financially because it's a lot of times the lower payment. You're only paying one person. You don't have to rob Peter to pay Paul in every situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So home improvements uh, big. And we've talked about this before on the show where, you know, there's good home improvements in terms of the return. There's home improvements that don't give you as much return, and there's all kinds of information about that on the internet. But I think before you do a home improvement, something that I talk to a lot of people about when they do talk to me about a casual refi is, are you looking for this to have a material impact on the value of your home that someone would pay? Now, everybody wants to invest money to make money. However, sometimes Hey, let's say that you're Patrick Ali, you're a young guy, you're gonna put twenty thousand dollars into mm-hmm. something in your house. And if it's for your own enjoyment, which there's a lot to be said for that, it doesn't always have to provide a dollar for dollar return. Right. And we see people doing all kinds of different things, whether it be the patio, the landscaping, the basement, something, you know, a kitchen, a bathroom. Kitchens and bathrooms typically get the best returns. Right. But there are other things that people are doing that that don't always get The dollar for dollar returns, but they lead to uh, you know twenty years of happiness, which you you can't really put a price on that.
2: I know that firsthand. We put a front porch on our home, and we put a backed-in screen porch. Uh, It didn't add square footage. Um, One would argue it, you know, it uh, it improved the curb appeal Mm -hmm. of the house. And I know we use the heck out of them, so I love it. I don't know if it uh, you know translates into the bottom line, but.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. That's interesting stuff. Um and then the other things I just want to talk about aside from the cash out refi, which I think is is big is people that are uh, looking to shorten the term of their loan. Um I, I I well I think that that's one thing we should talk about because that's pretty popular right now from the standpoint that if you if you kind of take out sort of when rates have been where they are and you just forget about that over the last few years, they've been in the high threes, low fours. We still have very attractive interest rates historically. And so to be able to get your hands on a rate in the fours on a 15 or 20 year, whatever it is, it's pretty attractive. And, right. and, and you know, Chris and I are a little older than Patrick. So Chris <laughs> and I, back in our day, you know, people were trying to get, you know, something in the sixes on a 15 year. So Absolutely. now it, it just historically, you're not going to be able to pay off a 15 year mortgage uh, for a lot of people, in a rate in the sixes or in the sevens, because it's just too expensive for right. you. But you know, in the fours, it's very doable, uh, and we're seeing a lot of people that want to shorten their term.
0: It's an aggressive approach. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the way to not spend a lot of time. I, and I, I mean, even home ownership is great, and I love the fact that I can say I own a home. But also, you know, I'm I'm blowing a lot of money to own that home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the faster that I can blow money. And then have the other fifteen years.
1: Well, it's just how are you going to blow right, your money? You could exactly. be blowing your money on rent. You can blow. You know, right. I mean, like housing is an expense. You know, yeah. and it's just that's the way it is, and you get a deduction and everything else. But uh, I don't know anything else on the shortening of the term, Chris, that you've been yeah, seeing. Yeah,
2: I think. Well, we were actually talking with someone yesterday about it, and I think this is just a common thing that you know is is really good to look at in any market and in any environment. But specifically. Most people either maybe know this, don't know it. And if they don't, they know it, they probably don't really want to think about it. But your mortgage is front-loaded load, front with the interest. Yeah. You pay mm-hmm. all the interest yeah. up front. And right. when you look at a 30-year mortgage and you actually break down what percentage of your payment is going to principal and what's going to interest, I mean, it's okay to look at it over, you know, one month, two months. You start looking at it like the first five, six years of what you've actually accomplished in terms of paying down your loan versus what you've paid in interest. And you compare that with a 15-year, I mean, it'll blow your mind. You are paying so much interest on a 30-year loan. Yeah. So <laughs> if you can shorten the term, and, David, as you mentioned, interest rates still in the fours, it's incredible opportunity. It yeah. really, really is. And it's not that much more. People seem to think... I can't afford doubling my house payment. It isn't doubling your payment to pay it off in half the time.
0: People yeah. can't see this that so. I'm 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 handing Bizzoli my uh, credit card right That's now. That's right. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm, buying. I'm in. Right.
1: Well, I think that you know, this phenomenon that I've noticed of going to a shorter term happened a long time ago where somebody had a 30 year every, everybody that buys a house generally for the first time does a 30 year. Yeah, you know, right, nobody goes right. on a fifteen year AM schedule when they first buy a house. They all go on a thirty year. But if they've paid the house off Down over those three, four, five years, maybe, and then they go to refi. Some people mentally are like, Well, I don't want to reset at 30. I want to shorten my term, which you could make an argument for both. And really, you know, resetting at a 30 year, it allows you the luxury of a lower payment. You can always pay extra. So I can make an argument for that. But, you know, maybe going from that 26 years now down to 20 or maybe even 15, sometimes that makes sense for people because they feel like they're moving ahead. Now, the funny thing is is that when you get done paying your mortgage off and you you know, you feel good about that, I, I know that for a lot of people there's a, a, a piece of satisfaction But I think if you talk to any financial planner, they would still tell you that mortgage is good debt and you get a tax deductibility of your mortgage debt. So it's not really bad debt that you got to look to pay off. But I think that something gets into people's heads where that feels good to be debt free. And, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. No,
2: definitely. And we could get into the whole good debt versus bad debt thing because, you know, that's a. There's well, a lot there. Yeah,
1: and I, and I
0: got a question because I'm going to use this as a learning opportunity because I think there's a lot of knowledge between the both of you. When is it a good time to refinance? Some say five years, some say seven years, some say three. Like when when is that a good opportunity to take a second look at your mortgage? And
1: well, I think it all it obviously all depends on circumstance. My short answer would be, obviously, if you're looking at a rate reduction of any mm-hmm. type, that makes sense. I also think that you might have some life needs. You know, I see a lot of people that. You know, they're at like four and a quarter. And if they refinance because they want to, you know, pay off some other debt and maybe take some cash out, then they're going to four and a half. I mean, A quarter point in interest really is not that big a deal in the overall scheme of things. We all want to save money on interest. There's no doubt about that. But it's not like going from four to eight, right? I'm going from four and a quarter to four and a half if I'm improving the quality of my life. So it's all circumstantial. Just depends on what you need and when you need it. You know, I mean, I think that we all have different needs in our 20s than in our 30s, than in our 40s. And then as we get older, our needs are different. So you know, a lot of people um, that are living paycheck to paycheck, their mortgage can really help them in a way that uh, maybe they don't understand yet.
2: No, that's totally true. It, it, it is absolutely circumstantial. For some people, you know, paying off a car loan makes zero sense whatsoever right. with right. your mortgage. For other people, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, certainly one thing we haven't talked about but is worth mentioning is anybody that's paying mortgage insurance should always yeah. look and see what their options are yeah. as far as refinancing. So, yeah. you know.
1: You're good. Yep. That's a wrap. Well, that's wonderful. That's quick. Isn't that? <laughs> thanks for having isn't me, Isn't that guys. something? I mean, that was a show. It's 12 minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, we went over because we had Sorry. so many good things to talk about. But yeah. I, I think that, in general, people that listen to the show, hopefully we give them some kind of insight of what's going on behind the scenes. We're going to continue to do that week after week with different real estate partners and also our mortgage knowledge that we have here that we can share with people so that they kind of get a view into what's going on behind the scenes. If you have questions for the show, you can uh, respond to us on social media where the show's being sent out to, and we'll be happy to bring them in. We yeah. should solicit more questions from our listeners.
0: We should. We, yeah. we may be going to Facebook Live soon. So Are we we'll going to Facebook yeah, Live? Yeah, it's
1: talking about it. It's really exciting stuff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Patrick Ali, thanks as always. Always fun. Chris it. I give it, you a pretty thanks high so rating here on your first show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, heck of a job. Incredible. Good to have you. For everybody here at uh, the Best Darn 12 Minutes podcast in real estate in this United States, uh, we'll see you next week. I'm David Hall. See you soon.